0: It'll be interesting to see in the next few months if anticipation of a recession might take another whack at people's confidence. Hi, I'm Daphne Howland.
1: And I'm Ben Unglesby.
0: We're senior reporters with Retail Dive. And this is our podcast where we break down the biggest industry news and trends. And talk about
1: some of the things that don't always make it into our stories.
0: This is The background. But first, a word from our sponsor. Grin is the number one creator management platform, helping e-commerce brands connect with their audience through the power of creator partnerships. Find out how Grin can help you grow your brand. Watch the demo at grin.co. That's G-R-I-N dot C-O.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Back Room. We are talking about the holidays today. And as everyone in the industry tries to do every year, we are trying to figure out what is going to happen with the holiday sales season. Unfortunately, if you're hoping that things would have normalized by the year 2022, they still have not. <laughs> like last year and the year before it, it is a, another uncertain, turbulent, volatile time. Daphne, you've been, you are our. Resident retail sales tracker, and you are—you've been writing about the holidays. Can you give us some sense of what's going to happen? I mean, how how much are people actually going to buy in this environment right now? What are, what are people saying, and what are the numbers you're seeing so far I'll tell you?
0: So definitely, we need like a thesaurus for uncertainty and volatility <laughs> um, when we cover retail these days. Looking at the monthly numbers from the Department of Commerce, we've seen that retail sales year over year have, it's actually grown. It's been healthier than a lot of people think. But the problem is inflation accounts for so much of that. When we track retail sales, we don't look at grocery. We don't look at auto. We don't look at fuel. And that's where a lot of the worst inflation masking is happening. But Really, volumes are down in a lot of categories, even when the numbers appear to be up. That's what's happening for retailers and consumers are just under pressure. They're spending more of their budgets on essentials. And so they're just not going to be as willing to spend money on things like apparel. The other thing is, frankly, there was a little period right in the beginning of this year when. People were quite happy to buy new clothes. You know, they had to go back to the office. That wedding that was canceled got rescheduled. And to the extent that there was a little bit of a rebound, people have stuff. People have home goods from when they fixed up their offices during the pandemic. They have new clothes. Now, you know, more of their money is going toward fuel and groceries and stuff. It's probably not surprising that discretionary sales volumes are down.
1: In other words, a lot of the buying that people did during the pandemic was pulling forward. And then a period of catching up with apparel <laughs> that people seem to have, have may, may have finished by now.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I suppose if people weren't feeling crunched by inflation, some of that might have kept going. But, you know, to the extent that consumers are spending on more discretionary things, they're choosing to go out to dinner, they're choosing to travel, things that they couldn't do during the pandemic. So that's another thing that retailers are grappling with. I mean, it's not just 100% that consumers aren't buying new clothes because of inflation. They're also choosing to spend their money elsewhere, and they want to spend their money elsewhere. It's Kind of a double whammy.
1: Yeah. And that is spending that did not necessarily rebound as quickly. Even though the the vaccines came out last year, the experience spending did not rebound as much. It it seems like it took until this year for people to finally feel more comfortable doing those kinds of things. I
0: think part of that had to do with the Omicron, which we're still dealing with, a variant of the coronavirus emerged Kind of around the time of the holidays, right? I think it was Thanksgiving, the holidays. And I think that put a damper on things to some extent, at least when it comes to going to stores and having gatherings, having events. So I think that lingered. It feels a little bit more normal now, but we're still in the pandemic. It's it's not post-pandemic. We once again have new vaccines that appear to be more tailored for the this variant. So that might give people a little bit more confidence to get out and go shopping and gather together where a lot of gifts are exchanged. But the thing is, Inflation hasn't gone away, especially when it comes to food and essentials like that. The other thing is there's more and more talk about a recession. So inflation is one thing that's sort of squeezing people's wallets. But on the other side, employment and wage growth has has helped keep retail sales up more than some people actually expected in some cases. It'll be interesting to see in the next few months if anticipation of a recession might take another whack at people's confidence.
1: I mean, and what we've seen in the holiday period of the past two years of the pandemic, both years had stimulus money where where people had a little bit of extra money to spend. We went into those holiday seasons with with a a degree of uncertainty around how people would spend. Last year, demand was very high. (laughs) The the, the more, more uncertainty was around whether there would be goods on the shelves for people to buy, but a little uncertain about how people would spend in the pandemic and and whether they would shop and and whether they you know whether they felt sort of secure enough economically with so much uncertainty in their shopping and you know both years it's like by the time we got to the holiday season people were so so stressed out <laughs> and sort of beaten down by the pandemic that that, that the holiday season was Sort of a salve, and people people bought presents and bought decorations and bought stuff to sort of celebrate because they need something good, you know. They need something good, and and I think that carried into last year a little bit too. Last year, the pandemic doesn't seem to be as much of a psychological factor, and now everyone's kind of feeling, you know, beaten down by prices and the economy. So it's it's a turn, and you know, it's it's still. Turbulent, and this pandemic is still there, but we've taken it, it's a turn in maybe the overall sort of mood of of consumers.
0: So people are on a budget basically, and that's pulling the whole holiday season up. I mean, Target and Amazon have already announced big holiday sales, and it's still September. Black Friday, which is usually toward the end of November, is happening sort of, or starting in October, early October, you could argue. And that has to do with being on a budget, but it also has to do with something you've been keeping your eye on, which is supply chain. I don't know if you have any friends, but the word supply chain, which is such an industry, you know, reference, if somebody thinks like it's weird that the thing they usually get at such and such a store isn't available, they'll say, supply chain. So people are very aware that what they want might not be available if they wait too long. So I think that's also a factor in pulling things up earlier this year.
1: Yeah. Well, it's almost a countervailing pressure because people may have been scarred by, by supply chain issues last year and want to buy early, but they might also be concerned about the economy and, and prices and waiting for a good deal, the right deal, great deal. And so they might wait. <laughs> so, so they have pressure to buy now and they have pressure to wait. And, and from survey data I've seen, it sounds like people are, they're bargain hunting. They're they're trading down brands. They're looking for deals. They're looking for discounts. Like I, retailers did kind of well last year with the supply chain issues because it was a low inventory environment and they could sell at higher prices and keep discounts kind of slight, not get rid of discounts. You can't, you can't get through, you can't not have a holiday sale, but it was much different than in the pre-pandemic days in terms of promotions. And so margins and profits are pretty nice. And I think that's going to be a lot harder this year because consumers, they want discounts, they need discounts, and there's a lot more inventory out there this year than uh, than there was last year.
0: And whenever there's more inventory on a good day, toward the end of the year, retailers are going to want to get it out So NPD Group just came out with some of their numbers. More than 80% of people say they're cutting back on their spending because of inflation. 43% say they'll spend less at the holidays this year. And they'll probably start early to make sure that they can get what they want. Can get what they want could mean literally the thing that they hope is in stock or the thing that they hope is in stock at the right price. That just means retailers have a lot to figure out.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, because consumers are being strategic <laughs> and retailers are going to have to be strategic to meet their customers where they're at.
0: The other thing that I think is going to get consumers through the holidays is their credit cards and buy now, pay later You know, opportunities. And I always wonder when people overload their credit cards for the holidays to get things accomplished, You know, maybe finally this year is the year that we're going to grandma's house for the holidays. So we need to show up with packages or whatever. When credit card gets really heavy, loaded up, is that going to mean January, February, which are already slower months for retailers because the holidays are always so big. But how much does that start to impinge on some of the new year spending that retailers might hope for?
1: Yeah, when people are already expecting a tough 2023 for retailers, and so yeah, you have you have potential for more curtailing of spending as we go in. I think a lot of people expect economic conditions to to worsen because with with the Fed's raising interest rates and really locking down on on inflation, and then you put potentially have if if you don't have a great sales season this year, you potentially have an inventory overhang from Q4. And we've already been through inventory overhangs this year in Q2, and, and that have kind of gone into Q3. I think for a lot of people, so that could be more discounting that you have to do, and there's there could be less spending next year if the economy is is in worse shape. And not a disaster, but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a tough year for for retailers potentially. From I mean, I think a lot of analysts expect it to be worse than 2022 in a lot of ways certainly not as good as 2021 but it was that was, a ban- <laughs> that was a banner year for the industry
0: it's sort of like if you look at back to school it definitely helped retailers in august but still volumes are down. My guess is people probably stuck as much as possible to things they needed. But the holidays for a lot of people are a reason to celebrate and buy, whether that means gifts or for whatever gatherings or parties are having or whatever. It does sound like retailers expect their customers to be in their stores. Holiday shopping is really fun for a lot of people, and retailers do a really good job, most of them, in making their stores a fun place to go. This is going to be the year where I think a lot more people do end up in stores, so it might feel a little better than maybe last year when it comes to the physical brick and mortar store. I'll be interested to see how e-commerce does this year compared to the past couple of years considering that people really do want to get out and about.
1: Yeah. Although at the same time, I've, I've talked to some people and I've seen some data suggesting, you know, pretty high levels of e-commerce shopping again this year, not like a one-to-one replacement by any means, but it, it, it could be that some people have gotten to really like the convenience of, of shopping from home during the pandemic. But yeah, I think a lot, of, a lot of people that avoided stores in the past few years might, might be back.
0: In the whole debate about what's going to happen online for the holidays, I think one clear thing came out of the rise of e-commerce, which is it killed the Thanksgiving Day sale. I mean, so few retailers now yeah. bother opening on Thanksgiving Day. It always felt like such a, an act of desperation in the first place. You know, now you can, you don't have to be so crass as to go shopping on Thanksgiving Day. You can just kind of sit in front of the football game and do it anyway on your computer. I just just
1: don't know where people get the motivation from to go shopping on Thanksgiving. Like, how do you pick yourself up off the couch and make yourself go do it when, when you're not being forced to? Well,
0: retailers have made it that much easier to just chill out until Black Friday at least. So speaking of holiday e-commerce, we're not going to go into it today, but you, Ben, will be talking about holiday shipping and what to expect this year at a webinar that we're actually having. It's called Signed, Sealed, Delivered Virtual Event. It's going to take place Thursday, October 6th, between 2 and 4.30. And so anyone who wants to tune into that, you can go to the Retail Dive website and you'll see details on how to sign up.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll be talking with our colleague, Max Garland at Supply Chain Dive, who covers uh, ground shippers like FedEx and UPS. And we'll be talking all about surcharges and contractors and peak season and everything that gives everyone nightmares <laughs> in retail organizations as we get closer to uh, the holiday and, and peak time.
0: And that's all the time we have today. Thanks so much for, once again, tuning into The Backroom. This episode of The Backroom was produced and edited by Caroline Jansen. Please be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.